second hour of the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. So glad you tuned in. It is that time in the show where we open up the phone lines and the mailbag and the email and the social media. And we say, hey, what do you want to talk about? Want to talk shop? (laughs) Did you have an amazing customer service experience? Do you have a gripe? Do you have a question? My sister had a real gripe now when you say that. Oh, are you going to steal her story? Well, if she were smart, she'd call in. All right. Our number is 651-641-1071. You can always email us by going to mytalk1071.com, clicking on the Shop Girls page. And on social media, it's at Allie Shops, A-L-I-S-H-O-P-S, and at Harmony Kaplan. What's the story? Well, um, she was at Macy's at Southdale Mm -hmm. and had uh, needed help in the lingerie department where one often does need help to try to find sizes and all. It isn't, you know, like just picking up a, you know, a, I don't know, a jar of cream or something. <laughs> well, you know, in the okay. cosmetic department, whatever. Got it, sure, sure. I see what you're doing not there. find a person. There was no one. Literal no people. Finally, way over in the children's department, she found someone mm-hmm. who tried to be nice but knew nothing about lingerie, couldn't help her in any way. Mm-hmm. She finally asked for a manager, and the manager said, yeah, we know what's a problem. Oh, my God. (laughs) And basically was of no help either. And I know I have read things that Macy's is possibly going to a more, you know, service yourself sort of uh, atmosphere. Right. But I don't know how you can do that in a store in certain areas where you need help. Mm -hmm. And. She was really, really angry. Mm. And um, I just, it was not a pleasant experience. Wow. So, and did not get much satisfaction from the manager. Mm-hmm. So that's just, upsetting. Yeah. I don't well, know if other people have had that issue lately at Macy's or not. Debbie's on the line. Uh, let's see what, what's on her mind. Hi, Debbie. Hi, how are you? Good. What's on your mind? Um, I need help with the dress. My daughter is getting married at the end of August, Mm -hmm. and so I am the mother of the bride, and the um, young women, the bridesmaids, will be in navy, um, short, above-the-knee dresses. Mm -hmm. What what color does the mother of the bride wear? Does your daughter have a choice for you? Does she want you in navy also, or does she not care? I don't think she cares, but I'll, I'll check, but I wondered what you thought. Well, and my other question is, I mean, do you know, like, what color theme she's using in terms of flowers and, you know, everything else? A blush and mm. and white, as far as I know, and then all the greenery. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, navy is a great color. Yeah, it really it is. is. It's flattering, It's and, and there's a lot of it right now. So I think, you know, starting looking for something that's in the same family that's going to look lovely in yeah. photos, if that's Maybe really... Maybe a print. Maybe something in a navy print, if you could, yeah, to sort of set you out there. A little but bit. I, I mean, I, you know, people might disagree. As we've discussed, I mean, the mom gets special dispensation, and so if you don't like navy or you can't find navy, I mean, the idea of you being special and different from the bridesmaids and being in a blush tone. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously the rule of thumb is you don't want to compete with your daughter. You don't want to be in white. Right. right. But doing something that is just sort of a, a lighter pastel-y kind of shade, a lighter blue or a blush, I think that could be really beautiful. Do you want something short also or do you want to wear long? 
Um, I'm short. It'll have to be short. Oh, okay. <laughs> that yeah. looks best. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, that that helps. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. I would start in the navies and kind of work your way lighter from there. And then okay. tell your daughter you're the mom and you and, get to decide. Right, and you just can wear a, <laughs> you just wear a big sign across your chest that says "I'm the mother." Right. <laughs> yep, yep. I will. And have fun okay. with it. Good luck. Good luck. Happy Thank shopping, so Debbie. I love your show. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for tuning in. Um, our number again is 651-641-1071. It is, yes. Um, okay, well, let, another thing that would make sense to talk about and a question that we do get from time to time when we're not talking weddings is that big, important job interview. Yeah, what, what to wear. wear to a job interview, you know, and how much to put into that. It's, a, it's tricky, especially it depending on the field. And we've had people who maybe it's something that you haven't done before. And do you dress for the job or do you dress for yourself? Right. And what, well, I, what I think is great is that who would know better than Anna Wintour? I mean, we all have to go to Anna Wintour for everything. And so they have a new video series at Vogue called Go Ask Anna. Mm-hmm. And so the question that she tackled, the latest one, is what should you wear to a job interview? And do we have that clip? Yeah, yes, here okay, we go. Let's listen. So interesting to me how people dress when they come in for interviews. And sometimes you feel they're wearing clothes that they just bought that morning or maybe the night before and not something that in any way suits their personality and who they are. And I think what everybody should remember, whether they're interviewing at Vogue or indeed anywhere, that we're not hiring your wardrobe. Uh, Your wardrobe is not going to be doing the job for you. It's who you are. I'll always remember a young man who came in in a, in a dress and a handbag and I, I gave him the job on the spot. Okay. You have to dress for yourself. And uh, it's the same for any job that you might be going for. I, I think it doesn't do yourself a service to fake it. Anna, what do you think? Well, if Anna says that. Yeah, that said, think, I'm thinking but, like if I showed up yes. in like, you know, <laughs> if you just showed up in some ratty old dress she's gonna look you up and down and send you packing i I think that her point is first of all it is different if you're interviewing at vogue magazine yeah i mean i think if a man came in in a dress and handbag you know i don't know at a bank here that might not go over quite in the same that would way. Be interesting. It would be interesting. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's looking for people who are true to themselves and, you know, true to the kind of job they're looking for. And I think that that her basic point is true, though, that, you know, every I think so many women feel you have to have a business suit on, maybe mm-hmm. with a little blouse that has a bow at the neck. And I think that's kind of ridiculous. I think you have to dress for the type of job that you're interviewing for. Yeah, but I think. The most, You're the, the most, one that counts. right. That's probably the most salient takeaway yeah. from from that is, is that you. You shouldn't try if you try to look like something you're not and you're much more formal than usually are. You're just in something that you're really uncomfortable in. It shows. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. You're not comfortable. The other thing that I love because she answers a lot of different questions and they also asked her about um, tights, what she leggings, what Mm -hmm. she thinks of leggings. Oh, yeah. And she said, you know, they come black leggings are the only way to go and they come and they go. And so obviously her assistant who was there reminded her that in 1993, she wore pink leggings ah! and she said i did she said, well that was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> and we've all made them even on a, on a winter that so, is very yeah. funny yeah
Well, that's so. a fun series. Was this the first one in I the series? Have you seen others? I, it's the first I've noticed them, but I don't think it was the first yeah. one that they've had. God, the but, pressure, though. Can you even imagine? What would you wear to interview with Anna Wintour? There's I, a, a documentary. I don't know if you two have seen it. It's a little bit older now, maybe early 2000s, about Anna Wintour, and I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool. Yeah? Just to see the process and how yes, she works with I her employees. That. and yeah. Just fascinating. How the one where Grace Coddington was yeah. kind of a, a big breakout star, too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did good. she become such an icon. I mean, I, I know she's obviously good at her job and mm-hmm. she's talented, but you know, the mystique that she has, is it just those bangs in yeah, the glasses? I think that's part of it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the attitude. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the combination of the, the, the title that she yeah. runs, the attitude that she exudes, yeah. the and mystery yet, and the fact that she knows her stuff. And right. yet, if you've seen her, which I think you have when she's been on mm-hmm. with Seth Meyers, I mean, she can be funny and she can go along with the joke. Yeah. He's yeah. good friends with her. It's kind of funny. Uh, yes. I've seen her in person, too. And I've seen her. I've watched her in a dark room not take off those glasses. How does she wow. see? Because I have I trouble when my sunglasses are on. <laughs> Maybe it's a learned I don't um, know. experience. Well, that- speaking of the right way to dress, I thought this was super interesting. Just when you think like there isn't one, the, the days of the dress code story are kind of done because everybody is so casual. There are a few fields that are still holdouts, finance being one of them. Goldman Sachs has decided to allow their employees to dress more casually and use their best judgment. Well, this is a big, you know, uh, so Goldman Sachs did a, um, they did a poll and asked their tongue in cheek poll. They said, yes. why was that a tongue in cheek poll? Well, they, they just asked what people um, should wear now and the number one to work yeah. and the number one response, this was over Twitter. So this was oh, not just for, okay. the, for their investment bankers. I mean, this was just, they just, you know, feeling it out in the world. The number one answer was hoodie and sneakers. 38% <laughs> of people said they want to work in a hoodie and they sneakers. They probably could get just as much done. Well, because I mean, it's more. a Silicon Valley effect, right? right. Um, <clears throat> then the number two answer was a suit. Either oh. So it's either extreme. It's kind of like in retail. It's either got to sure. be discount or really high end. It's the middle that suffers. Least popular answer was what is uh, referred to in investment banking circles as the midtown uniform. The, you know, just kind of like the shirt, the khakis, that just sort of ubiquitous, like so boring. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. They either want to be in a really polished suit or they want to be in the hoodie and sneakers. Anyway, Goldman Sachs has, after years, uh, decided that um, the formal dress code is finally out the window. Really? And yes, yes, yes. They're really going to let them wear the the hoodie and sneakers? They first relaxed the the dress code for their technology and digital division in 2017. Yeah. And now they are expanding the policy to the rest of the workforce. They cited the fact that um, there are just, it's the changing nature of 
the workplace. And the reality is that in this economy and this job market, you've got to give employ you've got to make sure that the employees are happy. Yeah. You can't dictate to them. They get to dictate to you. And if people don't want to have to wear a suit every day, you might lose them. And so it's a it but it just is kind of symbolic of a thing. big yes. transformation, yeah. especially in a very kind of traditional yeah. banking field. Absolutely. Like that. So Absolutely. Kind of interesting. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we get back, it's time for the tech report. Well, for those who are uh, burying their heads under a pillow until the first sign of spring, I'm not seeing snow. Not seeing snow yet. See, I can't see, so I so have to depend on you. So go about far, your so business. Good. Yeah, just just carry on. And it's and they said twelve, and it's now twelve seventeen. After one. Oh, now it's a little bit after one. I think probably around one, between one and two, Mm -hmm. we'll see some action. If not, maybe it'll miss us, but it looks like it's going to start around then. Okay. I like the yeah. first part better when you said. I know. Thank you, Hope. Yes, Thank you very sorry. much. Sorry. Well, you are not listening to the Weather Channel. No. This is Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Oh, yes, that Harmony. The Harmony, not just of the mint candies, but mm. of the tech report. The internet is <clears throat> a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. You know, I like to bring kind of a plethora of information. Mm, good word. Good Thank word. Thank you. You know, I, I like to mix it up a little bit. Sure. Some things are technical, really technical, and others are just interesting but have to do with tech. I see. Tech adjacent. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Instagram is something that seems to be in all of our lives. Mm-hmm. No, well, not all of them, but a lot. Um Excuse me, I'm sorry. In a mm-hmm. major n- number of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Well, Queen Elizabeth has also joined Instagram. Are you following her? Well, there's not too much to follow yet because there's been one post. But um, she is now the 92-year-old monarch, has posted her first Instagram post. Um, it's under at the Royal Family Instagram account. And it's been signed by Elizabeth R. And it's actually a video of the uh, moment when the queen herself takes off her glove, of course, and presses share on a phone, sending the message. And all these people standing around applaud. Nobody has ever applauded when I have pushed that little button to post. But (laughs) I guess it's good to be queen. Mm -hmm. So the post is a picture of a letter from the Royal Archives uh, that she discovered when she was at the Science Museum. And she wrote a caption. And she credits Charles Babbage as the world's first computer pioneer. And she said, Today I had the pleasure of learning about children's computer coding initiatives. It seems fitting for me it seemed fitting to me that I published this Instagram post at the Science Museum, which has long championed technology, innovation, and inspiration, the next inspired the next generation of inventors. Mm-hmm. And she signed it Elizabeth R. Now, do you know what the R stands for? Mm-mm. Royal? Do, do you know what her last name is? Her real last name? Oh, it's like long. No, it's no? Windsor. Oh, it's Windsor. Oh, I <laughs> thought it was so. like no. there were like several no. components to it. No, but R stands for Regina, which means queen. So it's not actually part of her name. Her full name is Elizabeth Alexandra Mary Windsor. Yeah. But R stands for Regina, hence queen. Okay. And so she um, signed, she's also on Twitter. She joined that like in 2014, but I don't know that she's posted ever. She was also at the Science Museum, but 
she's not exactly like a major player. But you never know. <laughs> Look, so, her people can make, she can be whatever she wants to be. She can. On Instagram and Yeah, beyond. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So here's another Instagram related story that I think is really interesting because it's what's happening to our world. So in Paris, there is a beautiful cobblestone street and it has all kinds of pastel houses. Um, it's, I won't pronounce it correctly, even though I had many years of French. It's Rue Cremieux. Um, and they are having a major problem because Instagrammers have taken over. And on Thursday, the BBC reported that the Parisians who live there have actually asked Paris' city council to create a gate blocking off access to their street at peak hours. Because it's just this really quaint block, but all of these travelers and influencers are getting up in their face. They're sitting out on their own stoops. I mean, these people are coming to private homes and sitting on their stoops and eating. They're taking photos. Rappers have been taking two hours to film videos beneath their windows. There have been bachelorette Without parties. getting any sort of permission? Right. Because it's a street and it belongs to the city. Uh-huh. So they've had this endless stream of selfie takers and all of this. And the, the residents feel that a gate would be a good thing. Because it's just so out of hand. And what has happened is that Instagram destinations, they say, are actually becoming a growing trend for travelers. People aren't as interested in traveling to places for the experience. They only want to go for the picture, which is so pathetic. That's a problem. It is. It's a major problem. But that's what is happening. And so they have checked and the street belongs to the city and they don't know yet if they will do anything about it or not. But I think they should. These poor people, they just want to live their lives. Yeah. You know? Okay, so now I want to tell you about this product that maybe you all know about, but I was new um, finding out about this. I was actually visiting with my six-year-old grandson, and he said, Grandma, do you want to watch me brush my teeth? And I thought, well, what else have I got to do? <laughs> so, anyway, he I love asked, that he's like, that. that is, well, I mean, why would you not want well, to watch him brush his teeth? Well, you'll understand when you hear. Mm-hmm. Because he has the Philips Sonicare for Kids. It's a Bluetooth-enabled toothbrush. And it interacts with an app that gets kids to brush their teeth better and longer yep. and what you do you set up the phone it's it's forty nine ninety nine, and you can get it on amazon walmart target you know all the the usual places and it has fabulous reviews from everyone so what you do you set your phone up and sparkly is the character and you follow that he's got his toothbrush mm-hmm. and he's following along with this cartoon character which has him brush for like two minutes which your kids could Take a lesson from. Just saying. Leave my kids out. I I was with the younger one. Uh Anyway, um, and so what happens is it challenges you to brush longer and better. And every time you brush well, Sparkly gets really happy Mm -hmm. and he gets rewarded because you, you, the kid can unblock accessories that either personalize Sparky or Sparky wins food to eat. And it's a great way of getting kids to brush, but I could not believe he's so excited to brush and really sticks with it the whole time. Hmm. So um, just a that's thought, fine. if you're something, you know, that's worthwhile and that you're looking for, yeah. and it's um, $49.99, yeah. Philips Sonicare for Kids Bluetooth. Hmm. So, okay. okay. Then um, 
iPhone is now making it so that third-party batteries are eligible to be repaired at the Genius Bar or at Apple Authorized Service Providers, which was not always the case. So uh, in, in the past, they didn't want that going on. You weren't eligible if you got a battery somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But now you're able to take it into Apple. Um, Technicians will now be able to carry out service as normal for repairs on the unrelated batteries and also microphones and logic boards and all of those kind of things. Um, So for repairs relating to the battery, they will be permitted to replace the third-party batteries with official Apple batteries at standard fees Mm -hmm. and to replace the entire iPhone for the cost of the battery replacement if it's broken or if there's, you know, real problems with it so you can now you're now allowed to go to the apple genius bar okay that's a good thing well that is so it's always fun to go to the genius bar it is oh yeah so this one other thing that i want to mention i don't know maybe some people care amazon has just rolled out a new feature for alexa called song id so what it does it allows that little virtual assistant to give you the name and artist of whatever song you're playing before it's played Mm-hmm. So it basically can be sort of the opening act to tell the audience, you know, what they're going to hear before they hear it. Now, in some cases, this could be annoying, um, but there are people who apparently would like to discover new music and don't know, you know, what they're listening to. So they, the company has data that shows people ask Alexa what song is playing a lot. So that's why they've added this mm-hmm. to the service. But it is optional. So if you find it annoying, you can turn it off by asking Alexa to turn on song ID or turn off song ID. So you don't have to be stuck with it. Hmm. That is a use. I mean, that's one thing I can say with all with a lot of this kind of dumb, pointless technology that I I mean, like that. That's a useful thing. It is an annoying thing when you can't think. I mean, to have a computer tell you that so you don't have to try to look it up. I like that. Yeah, so okay. that's that's something. And well, very good. Thanks for all the ideas and suggestions, I'm Mom. I'm here to help, and you could listen to music, too, while you're brushing your teeth. Okay, I will consider that. Okay. Thank you for summing it all up. When we get back, the Project Runway reboot. I think they might have me wanting to tune in. We'll tell you why right after this. Welcome back. Listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom, Harmony, is here as well, wearing orange sweater that you had to order online isn't that right no (laughs) i thought you were like i thought that was one thing you were like really after and thought about and then i walked in the store and it was there there. sometimes that happens i didn't have to okay well very good um project runway is uh coming back yeah the 14th of march when did it go away did it go away it's just a reboot well, it's a reboot new people because uh because heidi klum and tim gunn are gone Right, they're supposed to be having a new show. Correct. We don't, don't know, know that, that much is. about it yet, but it's supposed uh-uh. to be like a YouTube situation, yeah, if I, I recall. Don't know. Okay, well, they've got a new crew, um, and Nina Garcia is still there. Elaine, uh, what's her name? Elaine. Elaine Weldroth. She's the former editor of Teen Vogue. Yeah. Um, they've got Christian Siriano. That seems good. They have Brandon Maxwell fashion designer brandon wax maxwell for, uh, lady gaga and carly kloss yep. this is she's the new heidi klum when apparently. she's not coding 
she's going to be. Yeah, she's this. cool and very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, they are kind of drumming up publicity because it's returning to Bravo. Right. And it's launching with this new cast and crew on March 14th. So that's coming right up this mm-hmm. week. Um, and I, you know, I guess I feel like just because it's Bravo, I give Bravo credit for like, taking the time to rethink it and make it making it fun and edgy. And um, it sounds like they're really kind of putting the, putting the time into this. They're not just yeah, phoning well, it in with the name. Right. I think it's new. And so it's, you know, giving it yeah. a fresh. So look. the cut asked um, all of the, all of the hosts were out. I mean, it's a lot of hosts. I don't really know how they're playing that or well, how that's going to work. Well, they're not all called hosts. It's Carly just is the host of the show and then the rest of them are the judge. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So Christian they're is not going to be a judge. No, he's he's going to be a mentor. He's a mentor. Nina is I a see. judge. So Christian Elaine is the Brandis. Tim Gunn. Yeah. That could be fun. I mean, he was so much fun on the show. He's only gotten bigger and yeah, better. Right. And he has been so remarkable at, you know, dressing different body for types, everybody. different right. for everybody that I think that could be really refreshing. Well, I Wait, thought this he's was the one who did um, Billy Porter's yes. dress for the uh, yeah. Oscars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he's dressed. What's her name from uh, Saturday Night Leslie Live? Jones. Yeah. I mean, anytime there's like uh, an outraged celebrity who doesn't fit the size zero, yeah. he's right there for them. Yep. Man or woman. Um, so the cut uh, on New York Magazine's website asked the hosts um, or all those involved what trend they would bring back from the early 2000s, which is when Project Runway first debuted. Right. And this is kind of fun. So Carly Kloss was 12 years old yeah. in 2004 <laughs> okay. when the show debuted. She said Britney Spears was kind of her inspiration in 2004, and she feels like everything has to come back into fashion from the 90s and 2000s. So she's going to go with the classic mini skirt. And chokers. Yeah, chokers have been around since then, too. Definitely. Okay, Christian Siriano would bring back everything from the early <laughs> 2000s. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Britney was it. Yeah. Um, he is inspired by Mariah, by her little right. pink tops yeah. and low-rise jeans. That's what he wants. He and wants. Brand- Brandon Maxwell loves a good tube top. Oh thinks, God! He they Spoken like a Why man. Not? Yeah. Why not? He right. said. Tube tops. And Elaine um, Welteroth, who is another judge, likes glittery eyeshadow. Mm. She said every morning in seventh and eighth grade, mm-hmm. they would put this on. Apparently, wow! I think the goal of this whole thing was to make those of us who remember watching Project Runway as relative adults feel very, very old. Yeah, I guess. But there's Nina Garcia. To yeah. bring down, to right. kind of bring, <laughs> level things out. And she says she's now the elder statesman in the yeah, group. I is. like Nina. Yeah. And she's, you know, I mean, she's a little bit, I mean, she's got attitude, but she also, she has real advice and she's kind of no nonsense. And she says, oh my God, so much has happened since 2004. I think we're really missing elegance. We need to yeah. bring this back. She says she thinks it's coming back, having looked at all the fall fashion shows. Hmm. Well, that would be okay. So there you go. I think I'll I'll dabble. Can you? Do, I will watch the first episode. I'll commit to that yeah. and report back what I think Can you next do, weekend. Um, elegance in athleisure, since mm, that seems to be what everybody is wearing. You can pretty she much do like everything elegance. in athleisure. 
I mean, I was being a bit facetious because obviously, you know, elegance is not the way people seem to dress. Right. Wouldn't be bad to have was a that, I thought that was a transition to our next uh, It topic. could be. Oh, hey, I didn't think about that. I was just taking a little nap. Oh, okay. um, but I think it is a good transition because we all are familiar, most of us anyway by now, with Rent the Runway, um, the, the, the uh, company that rents clothes so you don't have to buy them. Mm-hmm. Well, they have now announced, I think this is iffy. They've this announced, isn't the legging story. Oh, no. The leisure story. Oh, no. Okay. I thought you were going to. Okay, whatever. What was the other story? Go on. It was Ellen. Oh, well, we can get to her later. I missed that. I missed that seamless (laughs) moment there that was supposed to be communicated between looks while we're on live mics. Anyway, all right, you go on with your rental runway story, which has nothing to do with what we were just talking about. It doesn't, but I think it's a really interesting story that I want to make sure our listeners know about. Okay. Um, Because Rent the Runway has now announced a partnership with West Elm so customers can rent certain home goods from the design focused furniture company starting this summer and the rent the one run I can't say that rent the runway CEO says that he thinks home goods she thinks home goods is just a natural next step Hmm. Um, they see home goods as similar to your closet where there are investment pieces along with design based seasonal changes you're always wanting. And she thinks that the customer wants this flexibility. Um, now I understand the, you what know, kind of pieces are they renting? Are we talking like sofas they, and no, tables? No, they are talking about, that's the thing. That's why I don't quite understand. They're talking about blankets, bed linens, Pillows. Okay, that's weird. So the question is, I mean, I guess is, it's no weirder than wearing well, a dress that someone say. else. The but, question ugh, is, sleeping in someone else's sheets. Do you sheets. really want to do that? I, that's sort I, of personal. All right. I guess if you can get past the fact that other people have used the sheets, I guess my question would be, why? I mean, I could understand I if it why. was about. Would you like me to tell you what? If it was a furniture or a lamp, but like renting bed linens, I'd rather just. Well, it's pillows and comforters and all that because what they are saying is that the home used to be a very private place. Now it's very public because the millennials and Gen Z's are constantly shooting photos of themselves in their homes or on oh, Instagram. Oh, this is an Instagram exactly. play. So it's a reflection now of you know who we are. We don't want to be stuck with the same things. You have to keep swapping out. And that's right. And so she said she predicts that this new service will eat away at the marketers of home goods or Ikea. And she said, when you're going into those stores, it's very intentional that you're using those products for a short duration of time. So instead of creating waste, you can use more well-designed products and, you know, get get this on your Instagram account. The thing that I think is really interesting that I did not know, Rent the Runway has the largest, wait, I've got to make sure I get this right. They have the largest um, cleaning facility, dry cleaning facility in the world. Wow. So they understand fabrics. That's a fun fact. Yeah. They understand fabrics and garments, they say more than any other company. And fabrics and throw blankets are personable, so is clothing. And we know how to restore them to a perfect condition. Hmm. So I, you know, I guess it isn't any different than a dress that mm-hmm. somebody has worn. I guess. And, you know, you're now doing it. I, I guess not being a millennial or a Gen Z, I just can't imagine that the important thing in your life is to keep getting new 
pieces in your apartment or in your home so that you can post them on Instagram. I just But a lot of people would rather spend the money on home things and we know that. I mean lots yes. of surveys yes. show that, you know, people would rather spend on their home than on, you know, fashion yeah. and so well, I guess if thing, you like freshness. And, right, right. And the other thing that they say is that uh, this is the first time, obviously, that West Elm is getting into this. But there are other companies. Now, I didn't know that Ann Taylor and Jones, New York and Express have started letting customers rent their clothing. Did I you know either. that? No. And Ikea recently announced that it is going to be piloting furnish, uh, furniture rentals first in Sweden and then with the potential to expand. To other countries. So, you know, I mean, it's a whole different way of looking at things. And Rent the Runway obviously has been very successful. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we'll see if this works with West Elm. It's an interesting new partnership. Indeed. I like it. And it has nothing to do with Ellen, but we can talk about Ellen next segment. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to do it quick because we don't have that much time. And we have to get to steals and deals and a couple of events I want to tell you about this week. And yes, we'll fill you in on Ellen right after this. We're winding things down. Thanks for tuning in to Shop Girls today. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We appreciate you joining us here at My Talk 1071. Um, all right, we promised Ellen. 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 Right, and we don't let anybody down. So no. we just want to, you know, she's been designing for uh, Walmart. And I, I guess I never realized it's Ellen DeGeneres's EV1, which I now know means everyone. That's yes. the definition Mm -hmm. so her spring 2019 collection for walmart which is available it's wonderfully inclusive it's from extra small to extra 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 large and zero to 20 um and they've got in athleisure wear too and they've got some really cute and affordable things that they've done uh you can get them in the store and on the website but they've this for spring they've got a lot of camo and floral designs there's like 75 new pieces and they all range from $10 to uh $30 and they've got leggings with sports bras that the important thing about the sports bras is she said they're actually easy to get on and off um and they've done a lot of French terry pants and crew cut sweaters, matching leggings and all. They can be bought separately as well as together. And along with that, they've done bags. They've got weekenders and totes and backpacks and wristlets. So um, she's got it all there for you at Walmart. Okay. So. Um, wasn't there another Walmart story that we had? We did. From this um, week? Oh, about the greeters. Yes. The greeters are now going to take returns. I thought that was kind of They're interesting. They're going to be right at the front of the store. And instead of being people greeters, they are customer hosts. And they will They're changing the name official? Yes, because they're not greeters. Okay. They're customer hosts because they've got technology now to they can actually process returns and issue refunds right at the store entrance. Wow. You don't even have to go past the entrance to the store. So they're going to be able to do this very soon. Um, you don't even have to go to the service desk. Mm -hmm. You can get your refund even in cash. And so this so is so interesting how like years ago you would never do that because you'd want to draw the person into the store, right. hoping that then yeah. once they're in there, put they'll it at the way back, else. they'll buy something else. Yeah. But we don't, we can't, they don't have the luxury of thinking about that. No, anymore. absolutely not. And they're going to, this is going to begin in April and it's going to affect employees at a thousand stores across the country. Hmm. So um, that is their next big thing. And then they're also, they're making investments toward adding convenience by having curbside 
pickup and it's checkout with me associates who can mm-hmm. process shoppers purchases you know right on their mobile devices they're trying to compete with target oh yeah very, they're both go- it's well the technology wars yep technology delivery and um yeah, yeah that's, that's the name the of the game stuff. these days so um okay do you know about the solar egg you I told do. us about, you know, we talked about the world famous egg. I do. But now it's really the year of the egg. Yeah. So many famous ways. eggs. I was just telling I, you how good egg salad was. This is true. You <laughs> yeah. were. Yes. Um, the I am kind of obsessed with the solar egg, which has landed at the American Swedish Institute right. in Minneapolis. It's there now and it is shimmery and gold and, and it's a beautiful a moment and it is a sauna. They've teamed up with... Um, um, 612 Sauna Society, and you can go do a 30 minute sauna session right there. There's a, a charge. Yeah, it's right 30, there outside yeah. the Swedish Institute. It's going to be there, but but it's it's also it's been designed. I mean, it's an, it's a piece, it's a of, piece of art. art. Yeah, and um, the point of it is actually. A, a way to talk about climate change. Mm-hmm. That's what the art. It's super interesting. We have a story. There's a story at mspmag.com if you want to read about it. Um, but I couldn't believe this. Talk about gearing. I mean, taking the storm forecast seriously. The American Swedish Institute tw- uh, posted on Instagram this beautiful snowy picture of their picturesque um, exterior. And it says they're closing today at one oh. to hunker down for the snow. Oh, so don't go take a sauna today, no. but it'll be there through April. And I think yeah. it sounds so like there's a lot plenty of, fun. of time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do some steals, deals and events, too. Okay, I have this on very good authority because my boss and colleague, Jane Haugen Olson, editor-in-chief of Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine, is a goddess guru of estate sales. Oh, I know that. The woman knows estate sales. She used to be in the business. She has spent many a Saturday morning in her car waiting to get in. She did it this morning, and I'm going to tell you where she was. She was at Lake of the Isles. It's an estate sale that is being put on by um, H&B Gallery. It's 2224 West Lake of the Isles Parkway, and it's a house of somebody who was in the garment business for generations and this place is packed mm. with um you know french style you know french empire furnishings and um uh cabinets and armoires and i mean you name it you know 47 wooden um grandfather clocks and chandeliers oh and jane posted the um vintage handbags that she oh. got i mean both housewares and apparel did she buy I guess a lot the place did is, she leave anything for anyone else well i think she did obviously the good stuff goes fast it started um yesterday but it actually goes through monday and if you go to um h&b gallery then it'll take you to their estate sale page. Um, but it's 2224 West Lake of the Isles mm. Parkway, and it sounds like a really yeah, good one. Yeah, worthwhile. Um, and then if you're looking for a market to hit today, um, Lakes and Legends uh, Brewery is doing, and the Minneapolis Craft Market are teaming up for their Arctic mar- market. And there are three, uh, or no, I'm sorry, 
30 local makers selling jewelry, woodwork, home goods, apparel, and other things. And you could have a beer, do a little oh, shopping. That's fun. Um, and yeah, so and that's going on right now. This afternoon, it goes until 5 p.m. at Lakes and Legends. And here's a fun thing for your kids. They can go to Creative Kids Stuff and play with piles and piles of tiles, they say. They have all the magnetiles set out um, at all of their locations today and tomorrow from 11 to 2 each day. And the kids can build things and take. they'll be taking photos and posting pictures of them. And it's free to, to come and do this. It's for ages 3 and up. Wow. Creative kids stuff. So okay. that sounds like fun. Well, um, and if you are doing a little online shopping and maybe you're thinking, gosh, I really should have gotten that new winter jacket. The good news is there are some sales right now oh, and yeah. it's not too late. No, um, you need them. You could still get like a designer jacket or a big, you know, technical jacket on big sales. Um, we're going to post this link to all the best sales this week from the cut, all the like great winter fashion that is still available Woolrich there um, Adirondack Parka on sale through Shopbop um, there are uh, Jonathan Adler canisters and things 45% off at Nordstrom Rack Mark Jacobs wallets APC things that will make you happy right. and keep you busy straight through a snowstorm yeah. <laughs> so check that out Sounds we'll put the links up on the shop girls page at mytalk1071.com I'm going to watch Project Run Rain report back every have a great, safe weekend. We'll catch Enjoy. you next Saturday for more Shop Girls.